Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Think It Ain't Illegal Yet. I'm your host, St. Clinton. On this show, we'll be playing some poetry, spoken words, and other things about political and social issues going on around the world, both past, present, and future, which will hopefully make you think. You gave me the ammunition back, but in a breath took it away. With no room to move, I'm limited to what I can say, as I live in a glasshouse box, with this pile of accumulated rocks that are useless to me. I cannot cast one at thee, so I keep a stone-cold face, to match your hot mouth pace, as over the details I listen to you skip, whilst I bite my bottom lip, standing in my glasshouse box, with my pile of collected rocks, as I already know to the depths you're prepared to go. But I'm limited to what I can cast When you keep throwing up the past Into my face Salt into the wound Bitter taste When you hear this one, it's serious! The title of this poem is called I Never Knew You. It's just a rough draft. There may be changes that come down in the future. I never knew you. When a person is born into this world, from the beginning, everything we could ever want just was perfect. We had peace, no violence, nothing needed that this time, especially no crime, feeling deception, manipulation, jealousy, or hatred towards one another for no reason. You stayed in your own space, don't occupy nobody's space. Now we have deception, lies, jealousy, hatred, manipulation, backbiting, crime, stealing, and killing. Basically, sin, according to the Most High. So man now has been disobedient to the most high instruction. Now every man is lost because of disobedience. This is not a popular form or topic, but very necessary by being obedient to the most high. Now we are in a situation the most high says, I never knew you. The forward heart shall depart from me. I most high will not know a wicked person. This entire universe is suffering and many may not even know it. Don't show it or even care, but I will make a way of escape for them who want to come to me. I will reconcile them. I will bless them, protect them. I will be their everything. I will be their God. I have conditions that they must follow. The Most High will make preparation for them. I will send a deliverer, a redeemer, a savior to reconcile my children, my people. He will pay a price for you, all because he who knew no sin and will become sin for all humanity. 
for I never knew you, humanity, but the Redeemer, the Savior. Through him I will be with my people once again. The Redeemer has come. I, the Most High, have begotten the Savior for you. Now he was despised, hated, talked about, mocked, and they received me not. This is part of my of the my plan that I put forth for you. Now he was crucified and have risen and went back to the to my right hand. He fulfilled everything and now he left instructions for the disciples in the whole world to go out and preach, teach about me, the most high, that humanity may believe and receive me once. You have received me according to the conditions by faith, belief, and confession of me. Now you are saved and protected by the Most High, and you are my sons and daughters. I will send my servants. Receive them, disciples, missionaries, evangelists, ministers, and preachers. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the house where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I, the Most High, smite the land of Egypt, me and the entire world, in the day of judgment. I only ask you to make the right choice when I return. I will come for my people. It will be a great and sad day at this time, at the same time, because just as many, as much, just as much will leave with me, 20 times as much will I leave behind. Many will say, Lord, Lord, did I confess you with my mouth? Did I say I love you with all my heart and gave you your props among all people? I, the Most High, will say, I never knew you. Depart from me, workers in iniquity. You will ask, why? What did I do wrong? The Most High will say, remember when I sent my missionary, my disciple, my evangelist and preacher to you to let you know that I was calling you to be reconciled to me. But you made up every excuse for why you would not come to me and that you will come later. You did not want to come out of the things that you were doing in the world that I disapprove of. You wanted to live your life on your own terms and not accept the most high. I ask you, in order to accept me, you have to accept me by condition. You wanted to do things on your own terms. As it says, I. And whatsoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words when you depart out of that house. This is what I said to my sons and daughters, or that city. Shake the dust off your feet. Verily I say unto you, the Most High, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Solomon and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So, I sinned, I gave warning to my people, from my, to my people, to you. And you asked me, why? Why? You will not receive the missionary, the disciple, the evangelist, the preacher. When I sent them unto you, called you unto me. You refused me. You refused the Redeemer. You refused everything associated with me. And for that, I never knew you. I tried to get to know you. 
but you refused to let me. It was your choice. It was your free will. Now it's too late. Now I never knew you. The title of this poem was called I Never Knew You. It's a rough draft. There possibly may be some changes. Kind of lengthy, so I don't know. You've heard the criticism before that President Obama won't use the phrase radical Islamic terrorism. It appears that the shooter uh, was inspired by uh, various extremist uh, information uh, that was disseminated uh, over the internet. He hasn't used the phrase before, and as Olivier Knox at Yahoo News points out, Mr. Obama almost certainly won't in the future. Olivier set it up. Well, you know, Gordon, this has come up uh, basically since 9-11. This is a long-running debate about presidential rhetoric about American enemies and the war on terrorism. They boil it down to two factors. One is that American presidents are very hesitant to suggest in any way that Islam is a motivating force for this kind of violence. Uh, you know, President Bush was extremely careful to disassociate Islam from the 9-11 attacks, for example. He went to the Islamic Center of Washington, D.C. six days after those attacks to say, Islam is peace. These people have tried to hijack uh, the, a great religion. The same applies to Barack Obama. What they're trying to do is not needlessly alienate America's Muslim partners and allies in the global war on terrorism, but also they really, really, really don't want to legitimize the, the actions of these kinds of extremists by letting them cloak their violence in religion. But don't our Muslim allies dislike what these guys do in terms of, uh, as President Bush said, hijacking the religion? They absolutely do. The challenge is uh, that sometimes things get lost in translation. Sometimes when a uh, when a when an American politician says radical Islam, uh, some folks in in some of the more uh, uh, orthodox forms of, uh, of Islam get offended. In 2006, when George W. Bush started talking about radical Islam um, as, a, as a force behind these kinds of attacks, the Saudi government came out and said, hey, 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 hold on. This is terrorism. It is not Islam. You have to separate the two. But these terrorists at times, right, say they're inspired or directed by ISIS, so they cry out, Allahu Akbar? Absolutely. Absolutely right. There, there is, but there's a difference between letting people uh, claim that they are acting on behalf of a religion and endorsing that claim. And that's a big concern for, for now two American presidents. Um, just because someone says they're acting on behalf of, of God does not mean they are. And presidents have just tried not to legitimize this kind of rhetoric. Interesting. We're speaking with Olivier Knox, chief Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. His piece is called Here's Why Obama Does Not Refer to Radical Islamic Terrorism. All right, so I thought I understood somebody say, too, that by President Obama not calling it this, uh, he's failing to identify the enemy, and that makes it more difficult to defeat. That is a recurring criticism of President Obama's rhetoric on this issue. Uh, Ted Cruz has said, has said stuff along those lines. But uh, Democratic House member Tulsi Gabbard has as well. There is a strain uh, of this argument that is, look, by not labeling it radical Islamic terrorism, you are failing to diagnose the problem, which means that you will fail to find the cure to the problem. Uh, that's, that's also been running since essentially 9-11. Um, the, the, the debate uh, ends up being about policies that might target American Muslims, for example. So... Um, one of the things that motivated both President Bush and now motivates Barack Obama is that there have been occasionally some reprisals, some retaliation, some uh, attacks on American Muslims. And they worry that calls, uh, for example, from Donald Trump to ban Muslim immigration to the United States or to uh, surveil uh, all, of, all of the mosques in America, things like that, they worry about those things uh, targeting individual populations 
in the United States. The Muslim population specifically in the United States. Olivier Knox, Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. America's First News is online all the time. Follow us on Twitter at This Morning Show. Like us on Facebook or send us an email. This Morning at CompassMediaNetworks.com. What's up, world? It's your man, Rebel B. Jones. I'm in the new spot. There might be a natural list. See how this works. This piece is called The Sins of Man. Once upon a time, the time itself stood still for hundred years, and after a lively hundred more, it didn't begin. The world would stop spinning and all stop living, standing frozen in ice. There once was a time, the very time right now, when a man fought himself to keep walking forward down. But every time he started right golden intentions, he ended up enslaved and eating the crumbs of the riches from the royalty up off the ground. Life just keeps kicking you hard to get both feet on solid ground, yet we keep on walking blindly the same direction every time. Same attitude, hate seems to have always been around, and we keep reflecting on historic tragedies and expect for the future to change and do somehow. How? How do we expect to evolve to a better species if we stay repeating the sins of the past? These sins gather allies in the ignorance of men, and this is how the evil in men forever shall last. Sin being seated the right hand of what we think God, but the gods we worship are not gods at all. The gods we worship are nothing more than material that are all ignored. Governments and flags, sex and cash. Damn it, can't you see? The future is our past. Good morning. Thank you for waking up today. Reverend Jones, Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to hear this. You used to be a pimp, a womanizer, or whatever the case may be. God delivered you from that. Then, you know, the, the temptation of, the temptation is going to come back. You know, that's as soon as you say, you know what, Jesus, I'm going to turn my life around. And there they go, blowing up your phone. So like, oh, man. That's the one right there. Yep, they got the devil know how to push the right buttons, y'all. I'm telling you. He know how to push the right buttons, put the code in to make you just right back into temptation it's, it's gonna happen but you, you gotta you gotta be strong y'all you gotta be strong don't put stuff in front of you and mess up if god delivered you from being a, a, a alcoholic you can't go to every party you just can't do it if that's what they got in there you know they made beverage it's alcohol there's no water then you don't don't do that don't go there don't don't even go there don't put yourself in that situation don't put yourself in there where they everybody got drinks around you looking at everybody cut Temptation taking you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. So 
so right there, God, God, he's not going to give you nothing you can't handle. He's not going to do that. I know it feel like that sometimes. You're just like, what? I just, I can't handle it. But he's not going to give you nothing you can't handle. He's not going to do it to you. He's not going to put you in a situation where you cannot overcome with it. It's just impossible. Because, you know, anything that's possible to man says is, is possible for God. It might be impossible for us, but it's possible for him. So if you put your strength in him, he's going to get you to it. He's going to put an escape route. You just got to make sure you take that bad boy. You've been in the middle, right? In the middle of things. Stop, yo, don't let me do it. Somebody called you, your mama called you, your friend. Somebody even called you, text message you. They could have stopped you from doing something if you would have continued the conversation with them. But you just said, nah, we keep on doing what I'm doing. We keep on doing what I'm doing. Because you, you want to do it. So you got to. So he's going to give you that escape. But you got to take it. You, you, you got to take it. You got to be quicker than that. You got to take it, people. You got to take it.
It's like we're we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes too too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race. Uh, that we're one, we're, we're the human race. We're human beings and stuff. And then eventually, you know. Um, can, can, yeah. can I go back to something yeah. you just said? Because yeah. I don't want to let it pass. You yeah. said that slavery was around for 400 years at a point it becomes a choice? Yeah, right now we're, we're, we're choosing to be enslaved. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Right on, baby. When you hear this one, it's serious. Right on, right on, that's what I thought happened. Summertime. No class. You're, you're, you're like school in the summertime. No 
Cited by Christopher D. Sims. I am the people, the mob, the crowd, the mass. Do you know that all the great work of the world is done through me? I am the working man, the inventor, the maker of the world's food and clothes. I am the audience that witnesses history. The Napoleons come from me and the Lincolns. They die, and then I send forth more Napoleons and Lincolns. I am the seed ground. I am a prairie that will stand for much plowing. Terrible storms pass over me. I forget. The best of me is sucked out and wasted. I forget. Everything but death comes to me and makes me work and give up what I have. And I forget. Sometimes I growl, shake myself and spatter a few red drops for history to remember. Then I forget. 
when I, the people, learn to remember, when I, the people, use the lessons of yesterday and no longer forget who robbed me last year, who played me for a fool, then there will be no speaker in all the world say the name, the people, with any fleck of a sneer in his voice or any far-off smile of derision. The mob, the crowd, the mass will arrive then. You've heard the criticism before that President Obama won't use the phrase radical Islamic terrorism. It appears that the shooter uh, was inspired by uh, various extremist uh, information uh, that was disseminated uh, over the Internet. He hasn't used the phrase before, and as Olivier Knox at Yahoo News points out, Mr. Obama almost certainly won't in the future. Olivier set it up. Well, you know, Gordon, this has come up uh, basically since 9-11. This is a long-running debate about presidential rhetoric about American enemies and the war on terrorism. They boil it down to two factors. One is that American presidents are very hesitant to suggest in any way that Islam is a motivating force for this kind of violence. Uh, you know, President Bush was extremely careful to disassociate Islam from the 9-11 attacks, for example. He went to the Islamic Center of Washington, D.C., six days after those attacks to say, Islam is peace. These people have tried to hijack uh, a great religion. The same applies to Barack Obama. What they're trying to do is not needlessly alienate America's Muslim partners and allies in the global war on terrorism, but also they really, really, really don't want to legitimize the, the actions of these kinds of extremists by letting them cloak their violence in religion. But don't our Muslim allies dislike what these guys do in terms of, uh, as President Bush said, hijacking the religion? They absolutely do. The challenge is uh, that sometimes things get lost in translation. Sometimes when a uh, when a when an American politician says radical Islam, uh, some folks in in some of the more uh, uh, orthodox forms of, uh, of Islam get offended. In 2006, when George W. Bush started talking about radical Islam um, as, a, as a force behind these kinds of attacks, the Saudi government came out and said, hey, 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 hold on. This is terrorism. It is not Islam. You have to separate the two. But these terrorists at times, right, say they're inspired or directed by ISIS, so they cry out, Allahu Akbar? Absolutely. Absolutely right. There, there is, but there's a difference between letting people uh, claim that they are acting on behalf of a religion and endorsing that claim. And that's a big concern for, for now two American presidents. Um, just because someone says they're acting on behalf of, of God does not mean they are. And presidents have just tried not to legitimize this kind of rhetoric. Interesting. We're speaking with Olivier Knox, chief Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. His piece is called Here's Why Obama Does Not Refer to Radical Islamic Terrorism. All right, so I thought I understood somebody say, too, that by President Obama not calling it this, uh, he's failing to identify the enemy, and that makes it more difficult to defeat. That is a recurring criticism of President Obama's rhetoric on this issue. Uh, Ted Cruz has said, has said stuff along those lines. But uh, Democratic House member Tulsi Gabbard has as well. There is a strain uh, of this argument that is, look, by not labeling it radical Islamic terrorism, you are failing to diagnose the problem, which means that you will fail to find the cure to the problem. Uh, that's, that's also been running since essentially 9-11. Um, the, the, the debate... Uh, ends up being about policies that might target American Muslims, for example. So um, one of the things that motivated both President Bush and now motivates Barack Obama is that there have been occasionally some reprisals, some retaliation, some uh, attacks on American Muslims. And they worry that calls, uh, for example, from Donald Trump to ban Muslim immigration to the United States or to uh, surveil uh, all, of, all of the mosques in America, things like that, they worry about those things uh, targeting individual populations in the United States, the Muslim population specifically, in the United States. Olivier Knox, Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. America's First News is online all the time. Follow us on Twitter at This Morning Show. Like us on Facebook or send us an email. This Morning at CompassMediaNetworks.com. Nice to meet you, Mr. Putin. Can I offer you a Coke? Only cost you ten million. Please pardon my bad joke. Mr. Sessions, Donald Jr., Gerald Kushner, and Ivanka. Is Russia 
just a rumor like gambling in Casablanca. Shut it down, shut it down, save the USA, save the USA from that crooked Putin clown. a drink. I got good Russian vodka or oh, a Jack Daniels on the sink. I remember you and Michael Flynn, you two Tillerson. We met once at the Kremlin. That night was so much fun. Shut it down, shut it down. Save the USA, save the USA from that crooked Putin clown. Nice to meet you, Roger Stone, and your comrade Carter Page. Americans want to know how you earned your Russian wage. The FBI is closing in, but you still have some time To hire some protection if you need it down the line Shut it down, shut it down Save the USA Save the USA from that crooked Putin clown Shut it down, shut it down, save the USA, save the USA from that crooked Putin clown. Patriot Citizens for Religious Freedom Act Down is up, right is left, right and wrong And your brain is hacked They want to make a law to restrict your liberty They'll name it just the opposite Something more warm and fuzzy Think your liberty needs to be restrained so that you can truly be free. Double thing starts working on your brain, let's call that freedom fuckacy. When they want to make a law to invade your privacy They'll name it quite the opposite something oh so yummy They think your secrets Privacy unveiled Double think it's alive and well Let's call that patriarchs Dear Mr. Orwell, may we call you George it Took a little longer, but it's 1984 When they want to make a law to impose their own belief They'll call it something different, just like any common thief Do you vote for wolves disguised in sheep's clothing? Cause you think they eat the same thing you're loathing That's double think you see They call that religious.
when they want to pretend that they speak for you and me, they will do that so, so surreptitiously. Do you think they have your happiness in mind? Do you really think your interests are aligned? Then that's when double thing really shines. They call that bourgeoisity. Dear Mr. Orwell, may we call you George? longer, didn't it? But it's 19. Yeah, say it with me. 84. The Patriot Citizens for Religious Freedom Act. Up is down, left is right, right and wrong in the agates. Patriot citizens for religious freedom act. Down is up, right is wrong, right is wrong, right and wrong, right wrong is right in your brain. Right is left, wrong is right, and your brain is hacked. Now we can all go to sleep. Dirty Bill O'Reilly, your vacation's overdue. Nobody will miss you, nobody will kiss you, Fox News will dismiss you. Get some rest and relaxation, your castration has begun. The O'Reilly Factor's done, you had your little fun. Be a man to apologize. Well, you can Before all the facts are told Before your brain gets too old Will you tell the truth or try to spin? Will you face the facts or try to win? Dirty Bill O'Reilly Let the games begin Dirty Bill O'Reilly truth or spin. Dirty Bill O'Reilly, let the games begin. Trump's 1984 Patriot. The Patriot Citizens for Religious Freedom Act. Up is down, left is right. Right is wrong, and the egg is cracked. The Patriot Citizens for Religious Freedom Act. Down is up, right is left, wrong is right, and your brain is hacked. When they want to make a law to restrict your liberty, they'll name it just the opposite, something more warm and fuzzy. They think your liberty needs to be restrained so that you can be truly free. Doublethink starts working on your brain. Let's call that freedom foxity. When they want to make a law to invade your privacy, they'll name it quite the opposite. Something, oh, so yummy. They think your secrets need to be surveilled to keep your privacy unveiled. Doublethink is alive and well, 
Let's call that patriosity. Dear Mr. Orwell, may we call you George? It took a little longer, but it's 1984. When they want to make a law to impose their own belief, they'll call it something different, just like any common thief. Do you vote for wolves disguised in sheep's clothing because you think they eat the same thing you're loathing? That's doublethink, you see. They call it religiosity. When they want to pretend that they speak for you and me, they'll do that oh so surreptitiously. Do you think they have your happiness in mind? Do you really think your interests are aligned? That's when doublethink really shines. They call that Bourgeoisity. Dear Mr. Orwell, may we call you George? It took a little longer, but it's 1984. We are good Americans, and we approve this message. Come all ye good Americans, love your country and your guns. Fight for your right to own and bear. Wear no flowers in your hair. Come now, foes of the NRA. Cast your stones the other way. Don't blame us when that shooting starts. We got no use for bleeding hearts. In gun we trust, yeah, guns are us. Lethal toys for girls and boys. Oh, what a rush! Yeah, guns are us. Come and RA, our superhero. You can always cut to zero. Civilized rules to govern our toys so the stockpiles grow and the bullets destroy. Come in, RA, your superpowers. Turn politicians into yellow-bellied cowards So the chaos continues, the deaths accrue Guns don't kill you, Americans do In gun we trust, yeah, guns are us Ethel toys for girls and boys Dust to dust, yeah Guns Yet bipolar is 
one of my best nicknames. I'm within you. Sometimes I come later in life. I make you feel so angry and irritable. It's just not right. I affect different people in different ways, yet you all have one thing in common, me. I will interfere with everything and day in your life. If left alone, I will creep and grow into a life that takes hold of you into the months, into the years. I will crawl into your thoughts to whisper sweet nothings so you will end it. Happiness does not exist while I'm taking changes. I will make sure I will take care of you and do every activity so you will stay unhappy. I help you find thoughts in life and things and love and make you so ever frustrated at the smallest thing What is he saying? Just do no harm, right? What does that mean? Someone tell me, what does that mean? Don't make your patients worse, right? That's how it's usually assumed to me. Don't make your patients worse. We in nature often have a natural capacity to recover from an illness, say depression or whatever. I will have you focus on the smallest matters, issues, make you disturbed with what's mattering and what matters, so that I block you from ever achieving or having achievements you've ever seen. What's the bigger picture? I will take you and take your fun away from you, unable to ever experience this. Yes, you may put on the mask, the smile, you know, to fit in, but still keep you in a poor state of mind. I'm a quiet person, so I hear everything behind me. That these two girls in the class where our professor was always five minutes late. A says to B, I'd rather jump out the window than be here. He replies, Oh, we're only on the second floor. You'd have to swan dive out so your head was the first thing that hit the ground. The feeling of loving yourself and having intimacy is what I truly love to take Distance over. Or fainting may occur standing. Side effects include nausea, dry mouth, and This is what I call home. Hey ladies and 
gentlemen, this is St. Quentin, and we've come to the end of Think It Ain't Illegal, yeah. We'll be back soon with a new episode, and hopefully this episode has made you think and want to make a difference in this world. Now I'm going to turn on for the love of poetry and spoken word and think. This po- Get to Old Navy now, because this week only, there's a new red-hot deal every single day. Plus, up to 50% off store-wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also, get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in-store. So hurry in and get today's wow-worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19, select styles only. $10 off valid in-store only. One-time use excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Get to Old Navy now, because this week only, there's a new red-hot deal every single day. Plus, up to 50% off store-wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also, get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in-store. So hurry in and get today's wow-worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19, select styles only. $10 off valid in-store only. One-time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry.